Here we we'll go. do it live. Hey, yo, what up? What's poppin', man? It's your boy Roy Mack in here with the big homie Cash. PCR Boxing, we in the building. Cash a holly. Y'all know what it is, man. PCR yeah, boxing, man. man, brand new to the scene. We're gonna uh we're gonna get it popping. We had to separate the boxing from the rest of the from the rest of the sports. Y'all can go to uh People's Champ Radio. We still part of the People's Champ Radio lineup, but you do want to subscribe to this channel, PCR Boxing on YouTube. That's PCR Boxing on YouTube. Also, People's Champ Radio, highlight us over there on iTunes because uh the People's Champ Radio boxing will be posted on the People's Champ Radio iTunes. Gotta get got we we gotta get the bag correct before we start getting multiple platforms on the podcast. You dig what I'm saying? But right now the YouTube channel is up though, PCR Boxing, so you can catch this over there. Um, make sure you like, comment, subscribe to that channel where we're gonna be hitting you exclusively with the boxing. It's about time we hit the exclusive boxing channel though, Cash. Yeah, man, it's time to hit them over the head. We you know we're big time boxing fans, man. Boxing is very unique though, right? When you're talking com- you know conversationally, because. You know, you could talk boxing with like a random person, but once you start going in depth, you lose 99% of people, right? And those are the people that uh, Dante's Boxing Nation and Boxing Ego and, and, and new media has coined as decafs. So for all the decafs out there, man, this is the boxing um, channel you want to come to to get your information, get you some real good in-depth info so you can know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, man, we're going to go into it. We're going to go into it. So let's get straight to it, man. Uh, a lot of good yeah, – got, like, good boxing fights coming up. Um, I do want to talk about, before we get up out of here, uh, about Kovalev getting his ass waxed. Um, but let's let's do some previews first. Since yeah, this man. Is, since this is the kickoff show, right? This is the kickoff right, right, of right. PCR Boxing. Let's talk about what's upcoming in boxing right now. People been telling me, you know, shout out to Nas, but, you know, people been telling me hip-hop and boxing are dead now for probably uh, 15 years I've been hearing that. And, um, <laughs> and, and both entities seem to be doing very well to me. So, you know. Right. <laughs> but, you know, hey, hey, what do I know, man? Um, shout out to uh, uh, Top Rank and ESPN. They just signed a new seven-year deal through 2025. So, hey, man, apparently, yeah. you know, ESPN might just want to throw That's away money. Good. I, I, hey, I don't know. Pretty, pretty, pretty good results. May get you a seven-year deal. Cause did the UFC just signed like a what ten-year deal with ESPN a couple years back? So you know, um, I don't know because I don't even see that shit. <clears throat> I don't even know what they deal entails. Bro. Yeah, yeah, But anyway, I, let's get right to it though, man. Let's get and, and it's no disrespect to uh to 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 UFC, but we on boxing shit. You dig? Yeah, man. Upcoming fights, man. Let's start with let's not uh, belabor the moment, right? And have a build up that I ain't ever gonna do on this channel. Let's get right to the shit. Right. Let's get right to the shit. Right. Shits, right? The big mm-hmm. fight coming up this year, Triple G Canelo Part Two. It's the rematch, homie. Right. It's the so, rematch. That's the big fight. Triple G Canelo. Yeah, that's the mega fight. That's, that's the, the mega fight. That's the fight, right? That's the fight. Talk to me, Cash. You saw Part One. We didn't think we were gonna see Part Two. I, we might have yeah. to get into a little bit of, uh, of the behind the scenes between me and you on would we, wouldn't we, why would we, why wouldn't we on Part Two? But it's here. Part Two is here. Right. We're here. We're we, here. It's here. Well, what you shout said. out. Well, first of all, shout out to both teams, right, for getting this done. Um, as we both know in boxing, man, you know we, we're used as boxing fans. We're very used to not getting a fight right. uh, when we want it. Right. I think I think ultimately, for the most part, we've gotten the fights. But, you know, then you get like, uh, you know, Sugar Ray Leonard and, and uh, Marvin Hagler, like, you know, after they retired and like, you know, they right, they right. got grandchildren and shit like that. Right. That's when you get that fight. So 
Uh, shout out to their teams for getting this fight done. You know, both Canelo's and Triple G's teams for getting this rematch done. And because I don't, I don't think they had a rematch clause. Apparently, like the fight didn't have to happen, right? So apparently, they did not have a rematch clause. And so the fact that they're, they're, this fight's getting done is remarkable, especially after the PED thing happened with Canelo Alvarez and and the beef, right? Whatever was going on with the cows in Mexico. Hey, uh, no, um, hey, hey, it wasn't no PEDs. He ate some bad meat, dog. I'm taking yeah, him at his man. word. I'm taking him at hey, his word. Listen, man. Shout, hey, listen. You know, shout out, shout out to Triple G for still taking this fight. Kind of like Wilder did after uh, Ortiz, you know what I'm saying, got busted for PEDs multiple times, right? Um, so or, shout out to Ortiz Triple was, G. Ortiz was cheating. We don't know that Canelo was cheating. He was just trying to get some tacos. Hey. And it was some bad Ortiz meat. said it was a high blood pressure medication, man. Listen, he's hey, a look, big guy. He hey, got high blood pressure. Hey, and Ortiz, did. Ortiz, we really don't know. And listen, he might be 50 some years old. We, hey, we, shout out to Ortiz. He's a hell. Hey, to be 62, he's in great shape. But go ahead, though. Go ahead. Uh, but no, man, listen. Uh, so shout out to uh, Golovkin's team, though, for still getting this fight done. Not my making excuses because this would have been prime time for him to dodge, right? But I think that uh, Triple G them think that they can do better. The fight did end in a draw. Uh, both Roy Mack and myself were on opposite sides of the first results. Roy Mack, you had Canelo winning um, by decision, right? Or were you, like, you know, unanimously decided on it? Yeah, um, I, I thought uh, he won. I think in my card, I got to go remember back, but I think I had Canelo 7-5. Right, right, okay. Yeah, so I thought so, it was 7-5. I mean, listen, but it, it – Always say this: If you score a fight seven five, then you can't. It can go either way. Yeah, you can can't. Go you, you can't be upset with a draw, or you can't be upset with with it going the other way seven five. So seven five, right? Yeah, that's a close ass fight. So there you go. That's pretty much how I had it, but in favor of uh, Triple G. So really, I like Triple G's aggression. I felt like he hadn't changed up from his previous fights. Really, I I got a lot of respect for Triple G, man. I feel like he gets dogged a little bit um, because I. It's like two sides of the coin, right? It's the media that's really trying to protect boxing, the, you know, hands to the ground media. And then there's, there's big media, right? Um, so the big media outlets, they crown Triple G. They act like he can't be touched. They act like he's the second thing to, you know, fucking uh, marvelous, marvelous Marvin Hagler, right? And then, you know, you get the uh, to the ground media who is more uh, critical of the fights that he's chosen to fight. You know, et cetera. And, and listen, both sides have points, but I, I kind of come through the middle with Triple G. Uh, I don't believe that he's, quote unquote, dodged anybody. I believe that's just how boxing works. Your team's going to pitch you against um, the best case scenarios. They did not want any of that. Andre Ward smoke would not been a good fight for Triple G or his career. So, you know, listen, he's their cash cow. I get it. But when he does fight, Triple G does. I mean, he puts it on the line. Like Roy Mack, you talk about how these young punks out here being too safe. They worried about becoming a meme. Triple G, when you watch his fights, he gives you a show. They're always like the last thing, three or four fights I've seen with him have all been highly entertaining fights. Yeah, Triple, right? Triple G's trying to knock you out. Triple G's not coming right. out there. He's not looking to go to the scorecards. He's not interested in that. If it goes to the scorecards, so be it. But Triple G's coming out there looking to win. Shout out to Triple exactly. G. Exactly. Let me say exactly. this. Let me say this about this part, too. Um, yeah. Canelo and, uh, Canelo and Triple G. I liked Canelo in the first one. 
I know mm-hmm. that I was in the minority saying that Canelo won the first fight. I know a lot of people felt like Triple G won. I'll get into why I felt like they said that. Second fight, I'm gonna stay with with, with, with the with the uh, I'm gonna dance with the partner that I came with. I'm rolling with with, with Canelo. You ride with Canelo. I'm gonna ride with Canelo in the second fight as well. I think now, um, I think you might even see a more aggressive Canelo because now he's been in there. Listen, everybody talks about it. Go back historically in boxing, rematches. Um, are always going to be a little bit different just because now all of a sudden you, you have a different narrative in terms of the, of, of the fighters' perspectives, right? Because now you've gotten in there, you've felt the power. Listen, let, let's be honest. Canelo was looked at as a boogeyman. Everything to this point that Canelo's hit has fallen, right? So even though you had, I'm sorry, not Canelo, tri- Triple G was looked at as the boogeyman. Everything that he had hit had fallen, including Danny Jacobs, who I thought got up and, and, and fall admirably, who, again, shit, I guess if you're going by me, I got a lot of people that, that, that Triple G's lost to because I thought Danny Jacobs did enough in that fight to pull off a win, although I understand why, why he didn't get the decision. I, but I digress. Um, right. I think Canelo now, after being in there with the quote-unquote boogeyman, taking some shots, taking some power, um, I think Canelo is going to be like, yo, I, I stood in there, I took those shots, I'm good. It's not a good – here's the deal. Triple G is now older, and he was already old, an older fighter the first time. Now he's he's even a little bit older. Um, How old is he? Uh, let's get let's get the age on on on, on, on Triple G. I think he I want to say thirty. I want to say thirty six, some shit like that. Um, hey, yeah, and the reason I'm asking you that because you know uh, everybody wanted Floyd at age thirty eight and forty to fight. You know, guys like Triple G, like two two yeah. weight classes Triple above. G, like, yeah, uh, Triple G's thirty six. That's what I thought he was thirty six. Hey yeah, man, he's listen, well, he's, hey, he's prime time for boxing. You did, you know. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying if you you're did? Canelo, Canelo is a guy who is right now in that sweet spot in his career, right? In terms of his age, in terms of his he's 28 years old, he got a ton of fights under his belt. He's been in there right. with Floyd Mayweather, Miguel Cotto, um, Sugar Shane Mosley, Triple G. So Triple G. So he's been in there with he's been in there with three Hall of Famers, right? Let's be very, very yep. clear. And then he's been in there with Triple G, a boogeyman. So. I like Canelo a in this fight. Hall of Famer. He's got to be a Hall of Famer because he 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 what twenty straight uh, over twenty right. straight defenders of the middleweight title. Well, there you um, go. There you go. I like Canelo in this uh, rematch. I think Canelo wins. I like um, uh, you know what? I think Canelo hurts him in this fight. I'll be a front. I'll Why be does a front Canelo win though? Why does he because win? Because of what I because of what I pointed out. I think he's gonna be the younger fighter. I think that he is going to be more active because he was in there the first time. He felt the power. And listen, I could be wrong. He could have felt the power and been like, shit, I might need to do something totally different. But I felt like he felt the power and he was like, shit, I'm still here. You know, because I, I don't think that he was rocked. I don't think he was hurt. I think he felt Triple G, pause. But I, th- I think he felt him and he knew he was there. But I don't think that it was anything that he felt like he necessarily couldn't take throughout the fight. Because if you go watch the fight, I guess I'll get into this now and, I'll, and I'm going to let you jump in, Cash. Um, yeah. If you go watch that fight, in my opinion, when you're watching the Canelo Triple G, the reason I felt like a lot of people thought Canelo lost was because Canelo, for the first time, was using movement. And it's something to where uneducated fans and uneducated uh, 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 onlookers, right, of boxing always felt that Floyd was running because he used his feet. You're not running. You're just positioning yourself. You're moving. You're making a guy who's chasing you. Yeah, you want to make Triple G use a little, uh, use a little bit of that energy when he's the naturally bigger guy, naturally stronger guy. Yeah, make him move a little bit. Make him try to chase you. Create an angle. Bam! Hit him here. Pop shot him here. And I was watching it. I was with uh, my man, uh, my man JC. Shout out to JC. I was with JC watching the fight. Third or fourth round, I looked over to JC. I said, "Yo, am I tripping or is Canelo fighting like Floyd?" This is 
during the fight, I said this. Is, am I tripping or is he trying to fight like Floyd? Because I felt like he was using his movement. He was hitting him with a shot, bow, getting out of there, coming back with a combination, da 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 and getting, Now, did Triple G do some good work? Yes. I think we'll see more of that from Canelo. I thought Canelo ran out of gas, actually, to be up front with you in the first fight. I thought he, if you watch the fight, he slows down. That's when Triple G really starts trying to put some pressure on. But Canelo fought well off the ropes. I just like Canelo. I think technically Canelo's, Canelo's a better boxer. I think he'll be the fresher, younger boxer. I think he'll be the guy with something to prove because of the whole thing with the uh, with the tainted meat or PEDs, whatever uh-huh. you want to call it. And so, that's my point. Let me jump in, Roy Mack, and be the voice of the reason. You said a lot of stuff, and I disagree with it all. Here's the deal. Canelo saw that Triple G had the stamina, had the aggression in the first fight. And, and you may be right in regards to Canelo's strategy, but in a close fight, what I'm going to, what people typically look for in a close fight is how, who got a black guy. And how, right? did you, like when you, how did you score? Just so, just so I know. How did you score? 7 5 Triple G. Okay, so, we, so just like I said, it could have went yeah, either way. Gotcha. All right, cool. go ahead. Go ahead. But check it out. So in a street fight, Roy Mack, in the school, you know, a dude's getting like a little tussle. You don't know who like really won. But then come out, you see one dude with like a busted lip. You're like, yeah, he lost it, right? That's what happened in the Canelo Triple G fight. What happened at the end of that fight, people looked at Canelo. Canelo looked exhausted, like you said, looked like he had some stamina issues. He looked like he had been worn out. And because of how he was fighting, it, you know, from a DCAS perspective, it was like, oh, okay, he was kind of running a little bit, right? So what I saw from Canelo was a very apprehensive fighter. I didn't see aggression at all. I saw Triple G being the aggressor, bringing a fight to Canelo. And at the end of the fight, it looked like Triple G just got the best of him. Oh, and what are happened, you going by? Are, are you going by like how their faces looked after the fight? No, no, no. I'm oh, just okay, going. Okay, okay, okay. Go I, I'm just going. I'm just saying in a street fight, that's how you typically would be like, okay, dude got that black eye. He lost. Oh, okay. I because got you. even even though the fight went quick and it looked like it was a tough one, you don't know what really really happened. Once you like sit everybody down and you start looking at the way Canelo was appearing in the fight, he appeared to be exhausted. He appeared to be falling to the pressure that Triple G continuously pressed upon him, right? Because Triple G was obviously the aggressor. And so the point is, is after that fight and me feeling like Triple G was the aggressor anyone, to find out this mystery meet situation, it even made me more apprehensive about Canelo because I'm like, well, damn. Did Canelo feel like he can't beat Triple G without some extra taco meat? So it puts me in a position to say Triple G is a superior fighter. Uh, Canelo knows that this isn't a matchup that's best suited for him. I think Canelo and his camp needed more time, obviously after the whole PED thing. Um, So listen, man, I'm rocking with Triple G, and um, I think it'll be a similar fight. I don't think it's going to go drastic. I don't think if you're Triple G, you go out there trying to knock Canelo out. His chin's way too good for you to just try to run out there and be Mike Tyson, right? Like, you're not about to one-punch knockout Canelo Alvarez. So... Stick with the game plan, Triple G. I believe that in wake of the last decision, and, and as well as the PEDs, people are going to actually be looking for Canelo to do a lot more because they're going to be like, okay, you done got, um, you, you're now under, uh, you know, investigation for PEDs, right? And we feel like you lost that last fight. Triple, uh, Canelo, show us something different. I don't think Triple G's going to have to do anything different. I think Canelo's going to have to do a lot more work this time to convince people. And for the first time in his career, Canelo not only comes in as an underdog, but he's somewhat of a bad guy. His name has been dragged through the mud these last few months. Triple G's looking like the good guy, the golden boy, uh, pun intended, you dig? And Canelo's kind of on the outside. Canelo has to prove himself again. So this is going to be an 
absolutely exciting fight. Um, I do believe this is the biggest fight in boxing this year. Um, and I'm, I can't wait for it, bro. It's going to be an incredible fight. Yeah, I disagree with so much, but we're we, we going to move on. I disagree with so much that, that you just yeah, said. Jesus, yeah. We'll, we'll have to come back and do this to Triple G. Yeah. Special. Hey, sorry, we'll Triple just G do, yeah. We'll special. just do a straight. Hey, um, when the fight right, gets closer. closer to the fight. Yeah. yeah I, because I, let me just point this out. Just because someone's moving forward, I can't give them points for aggression. That just means that you were walking forward. That, that, nah, you know, that, because, that, no, that, no, 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 no. That doesn't mean that you were being aggressive. Don't lie to the public. That doesn't mean you were being aggressive. He was putting his hands on. Canelo. He, was he not. wasn't just moving. <laughs> That's the thing. Boy. He was not, though. Roy, stop. Stop. Why you in denial about Canelo? Let me ask no you this. Let me ask you this. Was Robert the Ghost, yeah. was Robert the Ghost Guerrero, was he uh, the aggressor in the Floyd Mayweather fight, or was he just coming forward? He was just coming forward. Are you serious? He was just you're coming comparing, forward. You're yes, I am. You're comparing. I, I just so told saying, you. I, I just so told you I thought Canelo that, fought like Floyd. So yes, so, I'm, I'm okay. comparing it. So you're saying that that Robert uh, Guerrero fight and the Floyd fight looked like the Canelo Triple G fight to you? No, I said was okay, Robert so Guerrero because you said that he was the aggressor, and I'm trying to figure out what you consider aggression. I'm well, saying I, here's what I consider aggression. You have to move Is, forward. If I'm using movement, right? Triple if I'm, G was moving forward, Roy, and he was also but why connecting. Was he, well, yeah, like Canelo was wasn't hitting him, but yeah, like Canelo wasn't hitting him though. So he <laughs> both both. Listen, I, I have it. Hey, I have it 7-5. So I think it's a close fight. Let me hit you with my million-dollar man laugh. <laughs> listen, hey, man, listen, hey, listen. Hey, nobody knows who you're talking about. Million-dollar hey, man, No one dog. knows who you're referring everybody to right now, million dollar man. Million dollar no, nobody watched wrestling but you and Danny, man. Hey, we don't know what you're talking well, about. Well, you know who I'm talking about because you caught the reference, so that's all that matters. Well, I thought I'm you were talking, talking about Floyd Mayweather. I'm talking to you. I thought you were talking about Money Mayweather. That's the only million-dollar man I know. Well, why you? bring up wrestling then hey, I, I never love. said it <laughs> I got love. here's the reality right I, I love my opinion is canelo was, canelo was using movement if i'm using movement the only uh -huh. way that you can come to the only way that you can hit me is if you move forward and swing that doesn't yep. mean that you're being and he aggressive. was connecting Okay. And, and Triple G was connecting, I'm, sir. I, Absolutely. At a high rate, might I add. Nah, that's questionable. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, questionable. Yeah, yeah. that's questionable. That's questionable. That's questionable. But let's move on, man. We ain't going hey, to belabor the point, All I dog. know is your boy had to start eating super tacos after that fight. That's know, all I know. I don't know nothing about none of that. The proof's in the taco, baby. I don't know nothing about none of that. The proof's in the taco. I don't even eat beef, man. Another, I don't even eat beef, Another man. big fight coming up, man. Errol, the truth, Spence. My man and Mikey Garcia. Apparently, that's Big not it's not fight. it's not quote unquote set yet, but they're 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 working right. on it. They're working on yeah. it for later this year. Yeah. Mikey Serious Garcia talk. coming off a good win against Robert Easter Jr. I was really disappointed in Bunny. I like Robert Easter, but man, I didn't like the way he fought in that fight. And I think he probably caught he 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 may have even felt Mikey's power or the speed something in there, or maybe listen. Let me say this. He could have just had a fucking off night. You know what I'm saying? I think no, over the last 10 years, we've No, I don't been, know what you're saying. No, Maybe Mikey's just a superior No, but, he, but he, here's what I'm saying. He could have had an off night. I think that we've been so spoiled by the greatness of Floyd Mayweather. Oh, right, right. That, the consistency. That right. every single fight, he's rose to the occasion, right? And you right. haven't seen him on a bad night that, like, we've kind of, like, now if a guy doesn't fight, we're like, oh, bro, listen, you can just have a bad night, bro. You That's know what I'm saying? It's you know possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can just not it's have possible. it that night. So I um, can agree with that. But, but yeah, I didn't like the way he fought. But let, let's talk. Let's get to this one. Errol Spence, Mikey Garcia. First of all, what do you think about the jump that Mikey's looking to make coming up to 147, where it's nothing but killers at 147? Let's be real. 
Uh, first of all, ain't no jump. And shout out to brother Nassim for putting shout me on game. Shout out to Nassim Richardson. That's my man. Nassim Richardson put me on game. I was watching an interview with him earlier. Because no one gave me all this, you know, is, is Mikey jumping? It's just crazy. Uh, when 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 Rigadial jumped two weight classes to fight Lomachenko, I didn't hear one person outside of you know a new media saying how dangerous of a jump that may be and should he do it. All I'm hearing on every interview and circuit is, "Hey man, what do you think about Mikey fighting Errol Spence? You know, should he do the jump? Like, nah, nah. Everybody else is jumping. Then nobody say should Bud do the jump? You dig? So nah, I don't want to hear nothing about no jump." Mikey is a world-class fighter. You got him in your pound-for-pound pound top five, right? I've had him there for a while, too. Go ahead. Right. You got him in your pound-for-pound pound top five. He wants to fight Earl Spence Jr. It's a fight. I don't want to hear nothing else about no weight class because when black fighters and non-white fighters jump, right, or non-complexion you know, for the protection fighters jump, it's not a hero movement. Now, if you're talking real boxing, yes. It, is that a jump? Absolutely uh, is, is that something to be looked at? Sure. But Floyd Mayweather did it throughout his career. Roy Jones did it. Mikey's just trying to follow in the footsteps of the greats. And this is how you do it. So, hey, man, it's a fight. You don't get no props from me. It's a fight. I'm going to take it a little bit different. <laughs> I'm going to take it a little bit different. While I, while I agree with exactly what you're saying. So let me back up first and say I don't disagree. I don't disagree with what you're saying, right? It's a with that being said, with that being said, we do have to be honest because my theory behind boxing is that they have weight classes for a reason. Rigging Dio. Hey, listen, Rig, I got Rigan no Dow found out that they have weight classes for a reason. Um, I think Mikey will find out that they have Kel weight Brooke classes. Kell Brook found out that they got weight classes Kel for Brooke a reason. Kell Brook did find out right? they have weight classes. And, and that's yeah. what happens. Typically, but no yeah. one, hey, but no one told Kell Brook, hey man, he's dangerous. They were like, hey, let's get it on. Well, so that's and, what I'm saying. I'm not giving Mikey no excuses. You jump up, you get your ass toe up. I don't want to hear no weight class talk. You made the weight. Right. No, no, no. And, and, and I'm with you on that. What I was referring to when I say, what do you think about the jump? I'm saying, with with Mikey trying to do this jump, do you think that it's could? Because listen, look at Kell Brook. Can this this could potentially ruin his career? Kell Brook, listen, listen, me and you talked about Kell Brook before he fought Triple G. What were we saying about Absolutely. Kell Brook? We were saying Kell Brook before the ascension of, of top uh, welterweight. I thought he was the best welterweight. We would call uh, him the Floyd We would call him the boogeyman before the the rise of of of, of Spence. Errol we were like, Spence. we were like, yo, yep. we were like, yo, that dude's the boogeyman of the of the division. Yeah, nobody, nobody wants really wanted that Kell Brook smoke. I nobody was calling him out. Both agree now with the last with with the Triple G fight and then subsequently with 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 Errol Spence. He may be ruined he oh, may be done. ruined he you might know what be. I'm saying? he might be he and, might and, be and, and, and now listen i'm not saying i don't know what's gonna happen in this fight mikey is 30 years old right um and his prime. prime let me say this about mikey too i don't know if people realize this but mikey i think he's only fought like four times since 2014 four or five times that's since 2014 sick. now that's sick yeah a lot of people forget that mikey has some crazy management issues going on bro right um and he, well, had, he just sat it down he's like okay well they, they it, 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 same thing happened with Andre Ward. Well, Andre Ward was out of the ring and inactive for a long time. That's crazy um, to me. But yeah, Mikey hasn't 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 been super. So let me pull it up. I just pulled it up. He fought once in in sixteen. So okay, he fought in two thousand. He fought in he fought January of two thousand fourteen. Right. Right. He, he didn't fight again until July of sixteen. 
he then didn't fight again until then he fought twice in 17. He's fought twice so far in 18. So listen, Man, he's so back. Mikey said his hands is real. He's back to being active again, right? Ain't lost a fight yet. He's undefeated fighter, right? Um, he's in your top five pound for pound, and he and, and he will, you know, and that's the thing, right? That's the one thing I do want to point out about this fight. I think this is a fight in which the maybe not the entire camp of Mikey Garcia, but I'm not gonna let Mikey Garcia fans get away with the fact that this is a no lose fight for Mikey. From the standpoint right. of it's so many right. built in excuses already for Mikey. Yeah. Um, if Mikey loses, he was supposed to lose. Um, all Mikey can get out of this fight is some kind of props. Even if he gets knocked, he even if get. he gets knocked out, people are gonna say, "Oh, well, you know what? Hey, man, who else had the heart?" They go, "You know, people right. gonna say, people gonna say, hey, well, Sean Porter and and Danny Garcia, they weren't trying to run over there and fight Errol Spence or Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman or ain't trying Keith to keep Thurman. Yeah, Keith Thurman don't want to go well, fight him. So that's true. Even if he gets knocked out, he gets props, right? And listen, listen, that's listen. Shout out to brother Nassim Richardson, right? Because he said it earlier as well. Hey, listen, I'm echoing his sentiments because these are my words as well. Listen, that's the way the world works, bro. You don't always get like all the props for doing shit. And, and, and like, so for Errol Spence, if he beats Mikey, hey, dog, it's just another day at the office. This is how it works. Sometimes, right? Most of the times for black fighters, you're not going to get your props, bro, until like the latter of your career. And, you know, it, it, it just, listen, people didn't want to give Floyd his props after he beat Pacquiao, right? People don't want to give Andre Ward his props after beating Kovalev twice. So what type of mountain do you think Errol Smith Jr. is going to have to climb? You dig? It's par for the course. Well, yeah, they're, they're already clamoring low-key. I keep hearing people kind of low-key mention it, that, that they really want him to fight one of the Charles or, or the, uh, the the Charles SF-54. Like, they Absolutely. really want to see that fight. I'm like, yo, these guys are partners. These guys are training. Yeah, but... hey, first of all, these guys are welterweight. Yeah. Charlo's a fucking so, middleweight. But they're really clamoring for that fight. So, you know, I'm, I'm side-eyeing all those people. But let me ask you this, because I don't want to – I don't think we need to stay on this topic this long. But let me ask nah. you We'll We'll definitely do something again closer to the fight. Any shot yep. that you give – Chances out of ten, one out of, out of one to ten, what do you give Mikey? Chances zero, <laughs> zero, zero. You think Mikey? You think zero? Errol, does Errol stop Mikey? Yeah, he does. Give me a. Uh, I've been watching Errol Spence for a long time. You know this. I've watched every one of his professional fights. His style of fighting. He's such a pressure fighter. Reminds me a lot of Triple G. I don't think he has um, as good as a jab as Triple G. Uh, but I do believe his body work is one of the best in the business. Mikey just alluded to, like, not really working on his body and taking body punches. That's just not a good fucking, you know, that's that's a recipe for disaster. He's naturally the smaller fighter. Um, if, if Lomo stopped Riggedy out and made him, quote, unquote, uh, give up, no mas chinko, right, um, then Errol Spence absolutely stops Mikey seven through nine, I believe. The seventh to the ninth round is when you'll see, you know, if not beforehand. But I say seventh to the ninth round. Oh, I got to ask you this. Before we move yep. on, before we move on to the next yep. topic, it's being thrown out that that fight might be a pay-per-view fight. Yep. Um, your thoughts? Should it be pay-per-view? It, Absolutely. It, Listen, when you get two guys like that, bro, you talk about a guy, uh, Errol Spence, who's trying to unify the division. and He's the future of the welterweight division. And Mikey. Right, being who Mikey is, Mikey's trying to do what Floyd did. Right, he's trying to jump up from that. That you know, what I mean, what's his current lightweight? Yeah. Uh, to the welterweight division and and, and take on a champ, a, a a boogeyman. By the way, has to be pay per view because at the least, boxing has to give the illusion that like, bro, this is you can't get this shit for free. 
Yeah, and you we're get gonna what do, I'm saying? We're going to do a special as well because I'm going to talk about the fact that in boxing we're going to have to recalibrate what good pay-per-view numbers are. And we're also going to have to recalibrate what big money is. So what, right. what happens every now and then is that you have a cash cow that comes along and fucks up. It fucks up the the balance of of, of shit. Well, Floyd fucked it up for everybody. Well, like, that's what I'm alluding to. Boxing, but UFC, before, football, but, basketball. Floyd's an anomaly. He's Neo. But you before, know what I mean? But before Floyd, though, and uh, but but before Floyd really threw off the money, it was Oscar De La Hoya who was the cash cow, right. who was Mister Pay Per View, right. and was really it was kind of like you got to recalibrate. It. And then when Floyd came, like you said, you had to recalibrate again, even further. Yeah, up. So yeah. Floyd now, did something that I just don't see being done. Again. Yeah. So, but uh, again, all the pay per view stardom went through Oscar De La Hoya at that point. To be a pay per view right. star, you had to go holler at Daly. Because think about it, at that same time, Roy Jones Jr. is fighting and can't get a pay per view fight to save his life. <laughs> Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, Crazy, but bro. anyway, yeah, I'm with you. I think it, it'll be a good paper. I think you probably want to put that on pay per view in terms of oh, yeah, you got to what it will sell. I'd be interested to see what kind of numbers it does. And again, we're gonna have to recalibrate, think, they're gonna I, have to start recalibrating numbers. You know what I mean? Yep, I think it's gonna do really good numbers. I'm not gonna lie because give me a figure, give me a figure. Fight, what you think? Hey, oh man, hey man, hey, I'm putting you hey, on the, the world's a Tyson, man. I don't know, hey, man. Well, you said really good numbers, so what you think? You, you think it, I just think. Deal. I don't. If it does, if it does a couple hundred thousand, I think that's good. If it can right. do a couple hundred thousand pay per view buys, I think that's good. I think it's gonna do good. Now I don't, I don't have the exact number. I'm not like the the pay per view number guy, right? Yeah, I'd have to go look at some some previous numbers, but I think it's going to do really good. But I really do. Yeah, so we'll I see, really man. do. Let's let's go to this one, man. Uh, let's go to this one. Let's let's stay in the welterweight division. Danny, yep. Danny Garcia, Sean Porter. Now, that's a fight that a lot of people say should potentially be a pay-per-view fight, which is not right. going to be a pay-per-view fight, right? Right, right. Um, but potentially, the winner of that fight puts themselves in line to fight Errol Spence as well. So, a lot of ramifications in that fight. That's set for September the 8th. Yep. Um, Danny, Sean Porter, two ex-champions. Um, I think they're, if I'm not, uh, they're fighting for... Um, they're fighting for Keith's vacated belt. First, we, we, we got to do a whole nother show on Keith Thurman and what the hell's going on with Keith Thurman. Oh, but man. apparently he's somewhere in the woods uh, building My fucking huts and shit. I don't know what, what, yeah, what he's into. Yeah. But Danny Garcia, Sean Porter, um, let me let, let me start. Let me kick this off. Let me say this. I actually don't know. Typically, I hate saying a fight's a 50-50 fight, right? It's very, right. It's very rare you get I, – I, I usually try to give people – a fucking opinion one way or the other, right? Whatever the fuck I think. Right. This is one of these rare occasions where I look at these two dudes and I say, shit, this is a 50-50 fight for me. Um, I think it's going to be, it's going to come down to two things, and I'm not going to fucking break no news. I'm not going to become a sport, uh, 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 a boxing genius with what I'm going to say. I think anybody with half a fucking brain and watch any of these guys' fights would say the same thing. It's going to come down to, can Danny handle the pressure that Sean Porter's going to put on him? And if so, can Sean Porter stand up if he gets hit by one of those left hands from Danny Garcia. I think that's what right. the fight comes down to. I think it's I literally think it's that simple. I don't think you're gonna see a lot of jabs. I don't think you're gonna see no feints. I don't think it's gonna be a lot of I think it's gonna be rough because it's a Sean Porter fight. So it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be clinching. It's gonna be some head banging pause. Um and we just gotta see if Danny can stand up to that type of pressure and we gotta see if Sean Porter gets hit with that left hand if he if he can take it. That, that's the way I see it. What say you, Cash? Uh, I, listen, I got Danny uh, unanimous decision over Sean Porter. I don't think he's going to knock him out, but 
I got him unanimous decision. I think he's just a much cleaner fighter. I think that Sean, after that Birdo fight, is looked at as a dirty fighter or a sloppy fighter, which is he's not definitely good. sloppy. He's definitely yeah, sloppy. which is not good either way. I think way, it's more right? sloppy than dirty. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he's a dirty fighter at all. I think you know he just he, you know gets up in you, so it looks dirty and it's slop. It looks sloppy. There's a method to it, but I think that you know from from a uh, analyst point of view, it looks sloppy. Therefore, Sean's gonna definitely lose this fight. I don't think. Um, it's, his style is very appeasing to the eye, and that's why when he's in closed bouts like Keith Thurman, um, those type of matches, people just give it to the other guy because they they're like, okay, I at least can see what this other dude is trying to do. I don't know what the hell Sean Porter trying to get. You know what I mean? So I think that Danny's gonna win, and I think Sean Porter will be a terrible matchup for Errol Spence Jr. I don't think I don't think him and his team want those Errol Spence Jr. problems. It's a bad matchup. Sean will get knocked the fuck out in an Errol Spence Jr. fight. Um, and Danny Garcia is probably going to be the best matchup because Danny's going to try to match Errol Spence with wits and pure boxing ability. Um, so, yeah, man, listen. I, I, just, I think Sean is the guy you got to get to to get to the champion. I don't think Sean's the champion. No disrespect at all to Sean, but I think he's maximized where he can go in boxing. And it is what it is. And I like Sean, man. Sean's a real good I like, fighter. I do. I like Sean a lot, bro. I think he's a I, good dude. I think he is, too. And, and, and if you watched him in the post-fight with the Berto fight, he was kind of like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I wish I could have been. Right. He hate that it went down that way. Right, right. So, I, you know, that's why I say it, it's definitely more him being sloppy than 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 being dirty. But with, nah, he's not a dirty fighter. Yeah, but with that being said, um, it's difficult, man, because as much as I say I think it's a 50-50 fight, I see what you're saying, with the Danny Garcia yeah, pulling man. it out in, in a decision. Yeah, it's just a cleaner fighter. The thing about that is, though, that would mean that he was able to to out-hustle um, Sean Porter. And Sean Porter? Listen, it's going to be tough, man, because... That's not Danny's style. He ain't gonna, I think, I think, when I say out-hustle, I'm saying from this yeah. perspective, because I think, if, I think if Danny wins, I personally think if Danny wins, it's going to have to be with some knockdowns and possibly a stoppage. I think if you say it's unanimous, a, a unanimous decision, that's why I'm like, man, that means that like he was able to hang in there because it goes back to a word that you brought up earlier, pressure. The, that that's somebody who's definitely going to be bringing pressure is Sean Porter. He's coming right as soon as the bell rings, he's running right at you and going right in your chest. So right. that's why I say you got to have to out hustle because you got to try to figure out a way to keep him the fuck off of you, right? Pause. Right. But you got to figure out like, yo, I got to get this dude the fuck off me, man. You know what I'm saying? And and. If you can successfully do that, Kell Brook did it with the jab. Kell Brook did it beautifully. And I well, don't yeah, know Kell if, got a different set of hands. And that's though. what I was going to say. I don't know if Danny has that type of boxing ability. Now, also, look at Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman did it different than Kell Brook. Keith Thurman did it by movement. He moved. He pot shot. He hit him with, he, he, he hit him with shots here and there. When it, when it was time to mix it up, he kind of got in there, threw some shots, mixed it up, and got out. You know what I'm saying? He didn't really hang around too long. I don't... I haven't seen Danny be able to use his feet. Danny's going to stand there and be ready to bang. And that's why I say if I think Danny wins, I think he's going to have to hurt Sean, which we haven't seen Sean hurt. So this is why it's so intriguing to me as a fight because we've never really right. seen Sean hurt like that, right? We saw we saw Adrian Broner knock him down, which, you know, other than that, you know, I was so disappointed with Adrian Broner in that damn fight. But anyway, um, good fight, man. I still say a 50-50 fight. You like, Sean, you like uh, Danny in a stoppage. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. You said you like Danny by decision. Yeah, yeah, um, not a stoppage. I, yeah, I like, like I like him in a unanimous decision. I, I, I listen. 
it's just a cleaner fight. I don't think I don't think Sean Porter fights are very hard to, to call, <laughs> to be honest with you. I think he's a cleaner fighter, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he's it's a, a better boxer. I mean, yeah, a lot you know, of it when you, Sean can't get you up out of there. When, but yeah, I, he don't really got it seems like he doesn't have a lot of power. Like he has um, knockout power style of fighting, right, but he doesn't actually have knockout power. power. Yeah. You know, I'm so he you. couldn't even get he couldn't get uh, out of shape Broner down. Well, he and Broner he, actually knocked him down. He so, couldn't yeah. get Adrian Ganados out of there. I think that's what's yeah, giving. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the thing that's giving Danny Garcia a lot of confidence is that if you go back to that fight, like well, he couldn't get he couldn't get that guy out of there. Okay, cool, I'm good then. You know what I'm saying? I think if you can stand up to his style, right, that rough and tumble style, I don't think the punching power is there. From uh from from exactly. from, from but we'll see, man. Again, we're gonna be doing another show on that one. We'll do a um a full breakdown closer to that fight in September. Um, before we get the hell up out of here, let's talk about the monsters, right? The heavyweights, the so big dog. We might be getting the consolation prize coming down the line. The big prize is Wilder Anthony Joshua. That's not happening, right? At least right now. But the consolation prize like it's coming our way is going to be Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury the gypsy um, the effing gypsy the best attribute that I've let, let me say let me first say this right so everybody knows exactly where I stand on this although I am <laughs> a huge boxing fan right I did not watch the Conor McGregor Floyd fight because I thought it was going to be a, a, a clown show <sighs> and a work and I didn't watch it right now I've watched yes, it man. I've watched it post the fight I've, uh, post fight I've watched it since then but now, fight, hey, listen, oh, before you finish, I'm proud to say I've never seen that fight <laughs> and I never will. Yeah, it's, 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 it's. Listen, it's, I, I watched that fight, man, one day when I'm like, fucking, I'm about to kick the bucket and I'm just like bored, you dig? Maybe, maybe not even then. I don't know. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> but this fight. Shout out to Floyd, though. Get your money. Tyson Fury and Wilder. Floyd. It really, I might, ha I might end up watching it after all, but right now I have no desire to watch this fight. And the reason because. Here's what I feel like Tyson Fury's best attribute is. Are you ready? His best attribute. His only attribute to me. Press like, conference. Not even that. He's big. Pause. Nah, I think he's, he, he's just a big he's dude. Nine. Yeah. He's a big My dude, bro. And, yeah. and anybody who's ever played sports on any type of sport on any level, if you're big, you listen, pick any position in football. If you're big, Listen, bro, they'll, they'll try to use you there for a while. You have to almost prove you can't do it if you're super huge. You dig what I'm saying? They'll try to. Like, oh, Real talk. You know what yeah, Oh, you can't play tight end? Well, shit, let's put your D right. in. You can't play D in. Let's put your left tackle. You can't play left tackle. Let's put your tight. Like, what? They, they'll move your ass yeah. around. Motherfucker's just big. You feel what I'm saying? Um, And I think that's his biggest attribute. Now, here's the problem. Deontay Wilder is damn near just as big in terms of his height. Now, he's not. he doesn't have the girth, but he's just as big as height. Right. And six, the, six, right? And the biggest problem, and the biggest problem for the Gypsy Tyson Fury, is that it seems to this point over forty fights that when Deontay Wilder touches something, that shit goes down. <laughs> that shit goes down, and it does bro. not get up. <laughs> That's the, the you feel what I'm saying? Bronze bomber, and it doesn't appear that Tyson Fury. Listen, when you're that. The reason that heavyweights are so it's it, it, people always say it's so unpredictable because when you're that big of a man at heavyweight, naturally, just because of your 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 size, if you hit someone, you're gonna hurt them, right? So anybody uh, at heavyweight can hurt anybody. With that being said, Deontay Wilder's power is all time great type shit, right? 
that's that shit is George Foreman. That shit is Sonny Liston. That shit, you know what I'm saying? It's it's from their cloth, early Mike Tyson shit. When he's hitting people, they go down and go to sleep. You dig what I'm saying? So yeah, bro. Talk to me about that fight, man. Tyson, Fury, Deontay. It is, in a, it is in a knockout. It is in a knockout. Deontay Wilder. Is it an early knockout, another... or you think Tyson Fury can hang in there with some boxing? No, early knockout. I don't think Tyson Fury is serious about boxing anymore. He's not. Um, he's a hell of a he's a hell of a promo, hell of an interview. He's a voice promote. His promotions are beautiful. Mo- you know what I'm saying? He does a great job with the gypsy and all that shit. He's big. He's awkward. But one thing I've seen from Deontay Wilder, um, I think what see, and we talked about this a little bit with Anthony Joshua. We felt like Joshua should have caught Wilder about three fights ago. Yes, sir. That would have been his best time to beat him. Uh, Wilder's hands were still not as technically sound. Is a little wild still. And they'll right? probably never be that technically sound, right? But they're, right. they're, they're definitely yeah, better. And it don't matter. And it don't fucking matter. <laughs> you fucking right. Right. And, and brother Nassim Richardson said that too. Like, bro, listen. If he, hey, listen, if he gets tech, if he becomes technically sound and he has his knockout power, now we're saying he's the greatest boxer ever, right? Like, everybody doesn't get all the fucking attributes. Man, you can't create that yeah. shit on knockout. Yeah. Like, video game, you try to create certain <laughs> shit. They're like, okay, well, listen, you want this power? We're going to take away this, right? right? You want that? You're going to take away this power. So you can't have it all. Deontay Wilder has everything he needs. Uh, Tyson Fury, uh, even at his best, to me, wouldn't be fucking with this this uh, Deontay Wilder, but he would at least have a better chance at surviving. I don't think Tyson Fury's serious enough about boxing, and I think that right now Deontay Wilder's a man on a mission. He's trying to prove a point, and any chin that he touches from here on out until that Anthony Joshua fight is just going to explode. And so after what I saw he did to Ortiz, that's all I needed to know. Um, and hey, look, I'd be interested to see a rematch with Ortiz. By the way, um, I would too. I would too. But but with that being said, um, not now. I want I, he gets to fight Joshua before that happens. Obviously. Oh, make no but, mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, at some point, I ain't no more rematches for nobody, right? You you know, Deontay is now the A side. It's the point. I said all that shit to say this is that this to me this type of fight because of the promo and the hype. Tyson Fury is going to bring to this fight. And then once he gets KO'd, it's really going to put Deontay Wilder over the top with the decaps. So it's a great fight. And I'm glad that Deontay is remaining active. That's the key. Don't let Chase and Joshua deter you from continuing to hone in your skills. And uh, to your point about the A-side, I think Wilder is making himself the A-side in the Joshua he is, fight. Yeah, he's becoming A-side. Because now what he's going to have on his resume is, for better or for worse, he beat Tyson Fury, who, if people want to really get technical, Tyson Fury, he kind of just, like, vacated the belts. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he he, he beat Klitschko. That's the guy that beat Klitschko was Tyson Fury, right? Um, and then some other shit happened in his life, <laughs> you feel me? And that shit went, 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 went crazy, so... I mean, Tyson Fury's a big dude. I'm with you, though. He's going to have Tyson Fury on his record, and then he'll also have um, King Kong Ortiz on his record. Um, that's, if, if everybody's being honest, that's better than anything Anthony Joshua's going to be able to roll out in terms of record. You know what I'm right. saying? So, yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm when saying? When it comes to, let's talk real talk real quick. When it comes to opponents, right? Anthony Joshua's opponents aren't measuring up to Deontay Wilder's opponents. Let's just be real. Let's let's take the Klitschko fight out of there. Right. Who is Anthony Joshua for in comparison to Deontay Wilder? I don't think it's close. That King Kong Ortiz fight and that those Bermains to Vern fights. Listen, bro, don't tell me Dylan White ain't Bermains to Vern. They're pretty much the same guy. Right. right, right I'd right. like to actually see them fight. I think that'd be a really good fight. 
Um, I think Dylan White's slightly better, but you know, we'll see. Right, right, um, right, right. But Deontay Wilder, fam, listen, and the way he's doing it, he just KO on motherfuckers, everybody. Whoa. So to me, at this point, it's a 50 50 in regards to the A side. It ain't no more 60 40, it's no more 70 30. Uh, Deontay Wilder's brand is as high as uh, Joshua's is right now in regards to just boxing circles. Now, we can start talking money and all that shit. That ain't got nothing to do with me because that's literally a country decided to back their fighters. And we always know that, you know, for some reason, our country just can't get behind all the black fighters in this country. For some coincidental reason, I don't know what it may have anything to do with Roy Mack. I'm not here to speculate. (laughs) But all I know is that I'm not going to deem Deontay Wilder. This isn't a hit on him because his country doesn't have his back. And Anthony Joshua's does. Well, here's what I got from from from, from Deontay Wilder, Bermain Stavern, Chris Ariola, and Gerald Washington, in my opinion, are as good as anybody Anthony Joshua has fought, right? And then what what what, what I was gonna put on his record is that he already got the Ortiz on on his record, who was an undefeated fighter and who was a boogeyman. And then if if he beats Tyson Fury, that's another undefeated fighter and and, and a former world champion. You feel what I'm saying? So there you go. It, it, you know, they got to be honest now over there. Eddie Hearn and those cats over there are going to have to be honest about the money and why they don't want to fight, you know what I'm saying, Deontay Wilder. Because it's going to have – after that Tyson Fury fight, it's going to be real difficult to say, well, Joshua's the bigger star. Well, okay, you know what I'm saying? I, I hear you. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. But now you got Deontay Wilder who's looking to become a star in America. And we all know, let's be honest, that's a different type of stardom. Right? That's a different type of stardom, man. So, you know, we'll see, man. That's and a look, good he, fight. But he's trying to be the good guy, though. Right, Deontay? Because right. he ain't taking the heel route. You get what I'm saying? At least not yet. Well, yeah. I hope the guy <laughs> At least not yet. But I'm with you. But you get me? So, you know. Hey, let's get up out of here on this, though, man. Let's get up out of here on this. Um, we're going to wrap up. Uh, good first show. I appreciate you hanging out with us, man. But let's uh, let me end it with this. Somebody who was a quote unquote boogeyman in boxing for a minute, right? The Crusher, Sergey Kovalev. Oh man, <laughs> Sergey Kovalev. Hey man, you lucky you ain't got that celebrate good time music. What about goddamn celebrate good time? Man? <laughs> goddamn you, this little racist piece of shit. He keep getting his ass knocked out, boy. Unreal. Um. Got put to and sleep look, he got rid of Jackson, Alvarez. right? He got rid of the big homie Jackson. He said he didn't like he, Julian Jackson. He said shit. he didn't like Julian Jackson. He didn't like that shit. Yeah, you did. He, he said that like was this hey, shit. that was the problem with Julian Jackson. Yeah, you you monkeys couldn't, you know, what I'm saying give him the right direction, dog. You know, what I'm saying so, you know, I don't know who he got training him now. Maybe he got some goddamn uh, orangutans. I don't know who he got training. All of a now. sudden, now he's lost of his last five. He's he's two and five in his last five fights now. Um, wow. and he's been stopped twice, right? Once by Deontay, wow. once by uh, uh, Andre, and then by by, by, the big homie, by the big homie Alvarez. Listen, Alvarez was gonna be a tough fighter uh, coming in. A lot of people were sleeping on dude. Dude is a big fucking uh, uh, light heavyweight with pop and power, young dude. And he listen, he dropped his ass and he kept dropping his ass, and that's it. So, um, shout out to the Crusher, right? He had a good run. But in the immortal words of Biggie Smalls, your run on the top was short like leprechauns. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, listen, dog. I ain't giving him no shout out. He was an outward racist. Um, shout out to Andre Ward for exposing him not once but twice. And shout out to the big homie who just knocked his ass down, knocked him, KO'd him. And I hope I never see him in boxing again. 
I ain't giving no racist piece of shit, no shout out. He he's definitely a Trump supporter, and I don't fuck with. Him. <laughs> I don't he, fuck with. Him. Is he a Trump uh, supporter? Hey, look, hey, hold on. He, hey, he is Russian. He is Russian. Me and hey, me, me and Pusha T still trying to figure out how the Russians did it. You did. <laughs> me and Pusha T. We still try to fucking figure out how can the we, Russians Can did we it. admit this, though, that it did it seem like... It like Nas, but it was written by Quentin. Can, yeah, we, can we admit, though, that it does seem like Adonis Stevenson didn't want no smoke with him, though? No, it did. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Adonis no. Stevenson, hey, he didn't want no smoke. <laughs> he didn't want no smoke with Coco Lev. Nah, he didn't want no part shit. Yeah, he didn't want no part shit. And here's the deal. What, what happened with Coco Lev, bro, he was a bully that got punched in the fucking mouth. Because he Simple looked the that. part... He looked the part, right? He he damn sure played the part because he had a real jab. Like his goddamn jab was real. Well, he knocked he, he knocked Andre. Yeah, he knocked Andre down with the jab. Yeah, and he listen. I, when I was watching that first fight, that was the, the first time that I felt like Andre was really vulnerable, and it felt like he was fighting against the guy who had his number. And that just shows the greatness of Andre, one of the greatest of all time. Shout out to Andre. That fight showed me everything I needed to know about him. Right, so. Shout out to Andre, man, for exposing exposing the big bad wolf and ultimately making him quit. Because after that, Kovalev has been pouting their entire time. They still bringing up Andre Ward name to this day. Yeah, they, they still talking him. about that Andre Ward fight, bro. That shit broke his spirits, dog. And it's you a did? cold world, hey man. Shout but it's a to, real world. Shout out to Sergey, man. Cold world hey, for you, man. Homie. Hey, he ain't gonna get no shout out to no KKK hey, members over here. What's next no for Sergey, man? Is he is he gonna go Mike Tyson on us? What's next for Sergey, man? Oh, uh, he'll probably become a Republican. Uh, going, you know, he's going. He'll he probably might, become a. He he'll probably become back. a Republican. He got a bright future in Russia. He, he might did. go they back to Russia and just fade, just fade into oblivion, dog. To into a fucking Bolivian. <laughs> Hey, my listen, nigga, man. Iron Mike. What a vocabulary. PCR Box, man. We up out of here, man. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us. We be back, man. We keeping up, keeping y'all up to date on all the uh, all the upcoming fights, man. Everything that's popping off, man. Y'all fuck with your boys, man. We got the Twitter account coming soon, Instagram, all that fly oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, Roy Mack, one more thing, right? Yes, one more quick thing. The, the word on the street is, is that your boy Keith Thurman may be fighting on the Errol Spence undercard. Jr. Mikey Garcia undercard. I like, heard but to that. be continued. To be continued. I heard that. And yeah, we have to do a show on that because Well my oh man. I'm I might have to start Weird. going I might have to start going Drake on Keith Thurman. Key Key, do you like come on man. What's going on with you, Keith Thurman? Ah God, damn, damn. Key. It's a cold world for him, dog. All right, man. We up out of here, man. I'll holler. Cash out.